Hi everyone, welcome back to another episode of Louisiana Ladies. My name is Melissa Torito and I am the creator and host of this podcast. I am joined each episode by two fabulous ladies. First, we have Lainey Edelman, our outstanding self-taught podcast producer, and I'm also joined by Kate Cook, our very enthusiastic unpaid co-host. Oh, the wine's oh, the here. Wine's here. Are we recording? Yeah, Good. I like this is it. Perfect. Yeah, no, I think it's great. I can help you if you need that. Wait, Here, so I'll what's happening right now? Down. I mean, as well, we, we are um, beginning, the wine is arriving. That's a good sign because yes. we're at. Okay, wait, let's see if Kate can do it this time. Where Kate, are we at? Where are we, we at? at? We are at Eliza once again. So excited to be back here and so excited that there is wine coming at us. That's very exciting. Oh, Hartley Sprite. Yes, we do have a bonus Louisiana lady. Yeah, we got a bonus Louisiana lady today. Yes, my fufu Hartley Marie Cook is here. Yeah, you want to come say hello in the microphone? Say hi, Hartley. You can do it. You want to hear what you sound like? Look, I'm losing. Look, can you you can say hello? Hello. (laughs) (laughs) You want to say anything else? No. Okay. Okay. (laughs) All right. She prefers her. You know what Melissa told us yesterday at our. Melissa Torita? Melissa Torita oh, okay. at our women's initiative. Uh-huh. She said, no is a sentence. No is a sentence. And I took that with me. Well, there you go. Hartley Cook knows that for sure. What, yeah. World famous Hartley Cook, which apparently one of my students told Hartley, um, I talk about her too much at school, but mm. I, I don't think I talk about her too much on the podcast. So. All right. We're cheersing. Right. We're cheersing because we also have... Cheers, guys. A really Cheers. famous guest a today. famous guest. We do. VIP today. It's are they are they sitting in the in the restaurant <laughs> or somewhere else? Where are they? I don't know. They might be outside. I don't see them anywhere. Here shortly, they might be outside having a, having a moment. <laughs> They're taking some time before they come on the show. Is that what's happening? It's it's the one and only Patty G. Patty G. The invite actually said interview the one with the only. one and only Patty yeah. G. Is that what it said? It, it did. did. I feel so honored. Thank you should. You. I'm excited to be here. No, actually, we I, I, we feel honored. And I've told Lainey, I'm like, I kind of feel like our relationship with Patty G is totally one-sided. And he is putting way more effort into this than we are. We are super slackers when it comes to this. So, and why it took us so long to figure out that we needed Patty G on here, I'm not really sure. You know? I know. You just learn, right? We're, we're figuring learn, learn it out. Learn as you go. I mean, Patty we got G. wine, so everything's better now. Everything's better Do we want to now. tell the story of how we met? Yeah, I really think so. Do you know this? Do you remember, Patty? I, I, I remember, to some extent, how we met. I'm not 100% certain on all the facts. That's okay. But, but fuzzy memories are sometimes some of the best. <laughs> well, okay, let's do a quick intro to Patty G, just so right. our listeners Correct. know who he is. So... Most people, if you've been listening to the podcast, we have been shouting out Patty G. And um, so Patrick is his real name. <laughs> Patrick Grimion. Patrick, not Patrick Torito. <laughs> Patrick Grimion. Okay. So I've called him Patty G. And uh, Patty G's or Patrick's day job, your CPA. Yes. I'm a C- CPA. I work at Daggerpont and Bryan, local accounting firm here in Baton Rouge. And we're on the corner of Acadian Clay Cut. And I do anything and everything but audit, basically. Oh, okay. So, like, your tax, individual, personal tax, business tax. We do estate planning, business um, business consulting, business planning, business development, um, acquisitions, mergers, family office accounting, bookkeeping, really whatly whatever you need. You name it. Yeah. Yeah, you name it. You name it y'all do it. Okay, so how long have you been there? 
I've been there for six years. Okay. Are you from Baton Rouge? Born and raised. Oh, me too. Do we uh, know this about each other? I think we did. Okay. Lord. Sometimes I get scared asking, when did you graduate from high school? That's a good question. When did I graduate from high school? He's younger than me. Yeah, for wait, sure. Not that long ago. Um, when did I graduate? Okay, I graduated college in 18. So I graduated from high school in 14. Such a babe. Could we have taught Patty G? Wait, really? No. Yeah, I thought you knew this. I thought you, no offense, I thought you were like a lot older than me. <laughs> <laughs> Not a lot, but you like, you know, you have oh, your life he's together. He's very have a established. Kid and stuff. Yeah, he's very like, <laughs> you have your life together and you have a kid. So automatically, <laughs> Lainey is like, you are old. I don't know. I'm like, in two years, I'm. I no. don't know where your life might well, be, but I mean, the I mean, people I, we taught are older than Patty G. That's, is that's what's it. happening I left here. teaching <clears throat> in 2009. Yes. Yeah. Well, I was homeschooled, so you probably wouldn't have taught me anyways. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, yeah, probably not. But see, I, so I, I'd started my first business at 11, so I got a little early start on things. Ah. So okay. you've always had that entrepreneurial spirit. Oh, absolutely. Okay. It was, it was <laughs> When I was younger, it was more of a boredom that I had to cure. Okay. And the boredom was quickly cured with work around the house. And then I found out you can do things for money. Mm, mm-hmm. And then I was like, what can I do for money? So at the age of 11, my brother was 16, got a truck. And we said, well, what do three boys do for a business? Lawn care. So we started a lawn care business. And we, I did that for seven years. I then took it over once I turned 16, did it into college and high school. And then I started adding a bunch of other business ventures along the way. That's so I think awesome. I probably started four or five businesses. Wow. Mm, yeah, I've started zero. Are no, you, you have. Podcast. Your LLC, mm-hmm. you got a bank account. You have yes. income. We had Legit. an event. Exactly. You, know? you had a birthday. I mean, come on. You have employees. You have employees. Yes. Independent contractors. Uh, independent contractors. Independent contractors. The CPA independent contractors. Kate's like, I don't know. No, Kate knows why we have to do that. Um, okay, so, so, Patty G. Yes. Let's go back to how we met. How did we? Meet? It had nothing to do with me. No, I think it was Lainey. Mm-hmm. Lainey introduced it was. us. She made the. Intro- I believe, if I'm not mistaken, I believe the introduction was via either an email or an Instagram DM. I think it was LinkedIn. Was it LinkedIn? Really? Mm-hmm. Lainey. Okay, but yeah, first of all, look, how did you even discover Patty him? G's You're looking the one for the came. receipts. <laughs> I really think Okay, it's that. been like well over a year. Okay, that's, that's okay. the that's the beginning step that I really don't know. I can't remember if I like I just saw you on LinkedIn one day, like not your personal profile, but just some posts. I don't know if maybe there was a guest on that was a connection with mine and they shared a post or what, but I saw the show on LinkedIn. Okay. January 28th, 2021, you sent me a message. On LinkedIn. On LinkedIn. I did. Yeah. Oh, and so Lainey, I'm going to say bebops, but just because Lainey she just bebops? has- She bebops? She just, you know, got, she skipped into my office and very excited about this. And I was like, said, I'm so proud of myself. Listen to what I did. That's, I mean, that's a lot of moxie you've got there. Oh, no. And she, she was like, um, you need to be on his podcast. I'm going to read that. You want to read the message? Yeah, let's read it. Let's I read it. I love receipts. It's like, it. it's like a Absolutely. blast from the past. It really is. Oh, All right, so back she, when you sat in that office and I sat right outside of you. I don't know. Oh, the good old days. All right, so here we go. Hi, Patrick. I work at Falcon Winkler and Sentinel Pension under partner Melissa Torito. She is the only female partner slash owner and heads our pension department. Although she's a CPA, she is quite the opposite of the typical stereotype. <laughs> Melissa is outgoing and extroverted. I think she would make a great guest on your show. She has a really interesting story of switching careers at 27, deciding to become a CPA, and then becoming a partner of the firm. 
She actually has her own podcast that I produce, Louisiana Ladies. Self-promotion. Please let me know if you need any more information. I look forward to hearing from you. Then I replied, great, we're booking five months out. Yes. <laughs> and we thought we were a big deal because we were booking like three months out at that time. And I was like, or we, no, I don't even know Not if we even, were. Like, no. Three weeks no, out. we had just started because we started in October of 2020. So that was a couple of months. So, mm-hmm. yes, she's like, um, he can't get you on until May. And I'm like. And was that the well, live recording me? that we all went to? Mm-hmm. That was so yeah. much fun. That was oh, the live recording at, at Uncle, Uncle Earl's. Earl's. Yeah. Yep. We all went to it. And then um, whenever, I'm totally going to call my husband out. Whenever we got home that night, because Patrick Torito was there too, he told me that I'm very bossy to Lainey and I needed to apologize to her. <laughs> and you know, you remember what I said when you told and me that? I came and told you and I was like, I'm really sorry if I was super bossy. And you know what I said? That I'm your boss? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Good to be bossy when you're my boss. Well, because I was like getting her to take a picture and look, sometimes it, I come off quite assertive, but he like made me, I mean, he like made me feel like a terrible person. Aww. Sorry, Patrick Torito, but you did. But that's because he loves Lainey. Okay. So that's I'm how we I'm like met. hesitating to take this first Do bite. Do I've, I've already taken a bite. You just go for it. Lainey did too. I'm, so, I'm anxious. But also. So what do we think of the wine so we can talk about? Do we like the wine? So it's the J-Lore? The wine we're drinking is a 2021 J-Lore Savion Blanc. Um, I'm not normally a Sav guy, mm. but it's good. Oh, you took one for the team. Absolutely. Yeah. Look, Thank you for doing that. Look, y'all are, I'm, I'm here to expand my palate, right? So... <laughs> I will take a deep dive into the Savion Blanc world. Okay. It's delicious. It I is delicious. White wine. Yes. I love white wine. Yeah. Almost well, I, I love white wine too, but I'm more of like a Chardonnay yeah. guy. I don't know you what. Like a buttery Chardonnay? Sometimes. <laughs> I mean, I'll get I'll get out there with a Chardonnay. It doesn't have to be buttery, but I don't know. Something about a Chardonnay is just very attractive to me. Like a good Rumbauer, a good Frank family. Yeah, those are, I would say those are okay to me. What? No, I mean, like, I like their other wines. I'm just, I don't know. I think I drank too much Kendall Jackson Chardonnay. My wife loves some Kendall Jackson. Some, K, just, some KJ. Some KJ. Loves it. Okay. So, so that we don't forget, because, you know, I'm working on this podcast hosting thing and what I'm supposed to actually do on a <laughs> weekly basis. We also ordered some small plates. Yeah, I did. We, those are crispy Brussels sprouts. Mm-hmm. Those look awesome. They look and smell awesome. And then a smoked tuna dip, which is delicious. Kate is dead. It's delicious. It's Absolutely good. That's what you hear and me crunching on right same. now. <laughs> Patty G, what is that exactly? It's a cheese, it's a cheese tray. tray. A cheese tray. Can't go wrong with it. It's cheese it's tray. got three different types of cheese. Um, Lainey, the right the menu's right behind mm. you. If you want to read what they are, <laughs> I'll read it. Y'all both Katie. got food in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> There's some logistics we didn't think about. <laughs> Can you see Patty G? I can see. It's like, it's a, it's, I don't want to butcher the name. So we got goat's milk, uh, cheese. We've got a Jersey Bruce and a Bayou Blue. Mm. Okay. Okay. So, um, I feel like we're already, are we feeling better, Lainey? We are feeling better. The wine plus coffee combination, which really doesn't sound very mature or maybe, maybe it's very mature. I think it's just what the doctor ordered today. Yeah, hundred percent. It's what it's what you needed today. So okay, so we're gonna talk. We're gonna go back to Patty G. Yeah, <laughs> it's more like we're just having a conversation. In true Louisiana Patrick. ladies fashion, this is just kind of all over the place. It is all over okay. the place, but I think that's why people like it. Okay, I feel like that's I like your this. mo though. It is. A podcast with There's no absolutely no way I can get. I was about my... to say, like that is your description: a podcast with, with no, no agenda. agenda. That's yeah. your tagline. We kind of wing. I'm, I, honestly, I'm amazed with ourselves sometimes that we can talk for an hour and we have nothing to. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh yeah, we need to talk about this. So last week we got deep. 
Yeah, we did. Kate we and I, did. we got a lot of compliments on that episode. I was going to say, I got a lot of positive feedback, did. which is always really great, you know, to hear back from people that, you know, they like hearing things. And Okay, Hartley yeah. keeps trying to steal all of our Christine's. About to steal the so did the you eat all, Hartley ordered some grits. Uh, you got to now. You got to come back because we got to shout out Eliza's grits because she just demolished that. You got to say how were the grits, Hartley? Awesome. Awesome. Do they have your okay. stamp of approval? Yes. They get the foo foo stamp of approval. Yeah. All right. Well, you don't get to eat any more of our Christine's though because we need those well, for. I need we need that. Okay. Well, when she comes back, well, you want more hey, grits? Hartley, can you at least say what grade you're in? Fourth. Fourth grade. My big girl. And uh, let's see. Let's let's give a, a quick snapshot. Even though this is the Patty G episode, we won't turn it into the Hartley C episode. But um, you want to tell everybody what sport you just wrapped up? Basketball. Basketball. Yeah. Nice. And we're gearing up for off-season basketball, winter soccer, and Softball. softballs right around the corner. Yeah. Okay, when when she comes back, we're going to order more. And so the grits um, get Hartley's stamp of approval. Yes. And there's also on the menu shrimp and grits. So oh. um, I would say the next time you're at Eliza, go for the shrimp and grits. Go for the shrimp and grits. Yes. It is, Classic. I've had it. It's delicious. Yeah, she demol- you demolished those grits, Fufu. Okay. All right. Well, you but, needed a snack. Yeah. It, well, she... Cleared out the candy in my classroom oh, before we came over here. So. No, I didn't. I had like four pieces. <laughs> hey, out of curiosity, though, who who do you think Hartley looks like? Not me. Okay, I was about to say that, but, you know, I've said this before to people, and then they're like, oh, my gosh, everybody t- – I mean, I think they look just like me. I'm, I'm seeing – your dad. No, homegirl is a mm-hmm. cook all the way. We stand in front of the mirror and I try to find a little bit of me, but this is this is a cook right here for sure. So, Patty G, your son turned one yesterday. He and he is all my wife, 100%. You think so? Oh, 100% he's my wife. Okay. Well, do you, I, do you disagree? I don't know. I kind of well, Okay, so this is I do not know your wife at all. All right. But when you brought your son, what's mm-hmm. his name? Quentin. Quentin. So when you brought Quentin to the Louisiana ladies birthday bash, yep. I was very impressed at Quentin's personality. Oh, <laughs> he was oh, so he well was behaved. The star of the show. I thought he was going to jump out your arms and jump into mine at any particular <laughs> point. Here, I'll, I'll give you one photo that that sums up his personality. Oh yeah. He's like adorable. that's like that's okay. his personality, right? I now. must interrupt <laughs> this conversation to shout out these Brussels sprouts because Holy moly! When it, this just says goat cheese, but whatever cheese is on top of these, legit. Okay. Uh, the Brussels so sprouts are like the way to go. They just made my life better. I'm going in for that next, but I am getting a little bit more of the tuna dip first. It's a cold tuna dip, smoked tuna dip. It is delicious. It's okay. so good. Yeah. Quentin so, was definitely he was a superstar. He's the, a he's a character in his own heart. Like he's got his. We're we're just living. Our life in his world. Mm-hmm. It's pretty much where he's at. Well, I just feel like, um, again, you know, I'm not this kid expert, but like most of the time I don't feel like one-year-olds see you a little bit in that okay. personality. Well, th- I've got the personality. <laughs> don't get me wrong. Yeah. He's got my personality. He's got your personality. <laughs> okay. I'm like, time out. You're married to Charlotte. Yes. 
Do you know this? Did we yes. just discover this? Yes. Okay. I'm going to address this at the birthday party, at the Louisiana I, ladies' birthday party. Because I just well, learned this as you showed me that photo. <laughs> That's my wife. So, okay. I didn't realize that. Um, so, I know Charlotte. She's from our St. Jude school and church community. I know her mom. She was at St. Joseph's um, toward the end of me teaching there, but I never got to teach her. Okay, your wife is amazing, and um, I love this. Love a St. Jude connection. I love just connections. We yes. got married at St. Jude. Y'all did, mm-hmm. and if I remember, your reception was at Homa's house? It was, yes. Okay. I have a weird photogra- kind of semi-photographic I, I, I memory. Remember, I remember the stupidest shit in my life. Sorry, I'm apologizing. (laughs) Aubrey, don't call me out again. There is a kid in the room. Aubrey, a girl that we saw with, likes to call me out on my cussing. But whatever. Okay, back to our spotlight guest. (laughs) Okay, so Patty G and his podcast. So I want to talk about where you came up with the idea for your podcast. Like, kind of, what was your moment of like, I want to do a podcast, and this is why. So. The show got started back in 19, September of 2019 is whenever the show got started. And it really, the concept originated probably a year or two before that. Okay. Where podcasting, it wasn't like everyone and their mother had a podcast at that point in time. It was like every other person had one. And like it was becoming more and more prevalent in marketing channels and businesses. They started having their own show. And I realized the value of the content that a podcast brought in an the audio form and the video form and the picture form and just from an hour long episode, if you video it and you take pictures, there's so much you can get out of it that it just makes no, it makes, it's like a no brainer for businesses. So I brought the idea to my parents who have a plumbing company and my dad pretty much said, why does anyone want to listen to me talk about toilets for an hour? I'm like, well, we could talk about different things and this and that and you would, it'd be a little bit more planned. And they said, eh, we're just not about it. That's okay. No problem. So then I brought it before the CPA firm, and they probably gave a similar response same, that same. Falk and Winkler got. Mm-hmm. You know, um, why are we giving away our expertise for free? Mm-hmm. I said, well. I got the more, more stuff like, well, what are we going to talk about? And they, my response was, anything and everything. Right. And it, you can literally, it's whatever you want to talk yeah. about. And from, you know, the revenue model of a CPA firm, it makes sense that it's, some could make the argument that you are giving away advice for free. However, it's not like for, you know, for, pers- for privacy reasons, we can go through, you know, my 1040 mm-hmm. or your 1040 mm-hmm. and work through the tax forms. That's right. We're going to be generalizing everything yeah. and working through everything. If anything, when someone hears that episode and they go, oh, my gosh, they went into so much depth and detail that I just want to go to them because I have no idea what they're talking about. So that's how I saw it. And they just couldn't, they didn't get around to it. And yet here we are in talks on how to make it happen. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Three years later. Yeah. So it's kind of ironic. But we, I then started just still hounding at, okay, I still want to do a show. I still want to do a show. I just have to figure out what it's going to be about. And at the time I was at LSU and I was getting a dual degree in accounting and entrepreneurship. So I was the first graduate from LSU with a paired degree in accounting and entrepreneurship as a major. So I have a Bachelor of Science in Accounting and a Bachelor of Science in Entrepreneurship. When Do you know when the um, LSU came out with that curriculum for entrepreneurship the degree itself or the curriculum Uh the degree or the curriculum uh well what comes first i'm assuming so they've had entrepreneurship courses and you could receive an entrepreneurship minor i was the first one to graduate with an entrepreneurship major okay and at the time they offered it 
you had to get a paired degree. So it had to be paired with something else. It was not of the ability to stand alone. Meaning okay. you couldn't go to LSU majoring in entrepreneurship only. So you had to major in something else. When it, I was there, I remember seeing this advertised on the bus. It okay. was like, so, take entrepreneurship. Yeah, I just, right. yeah <laughs> and I just want curious to know, I'm assuming the degree still fell under the College of Business. Yes, it is actually paired with the college, uh, the um, ISDS department. Oh, so that's Dr. Ed Watson was the chair okay. of the ISDS department, and then it became the Stevenson Entrepreneurship Department with oh. ISDS. Okay. So Emmett Stevenson and his wife donated a bunch of money, and they made this whole department. So let me ask you this: So do you know, and you may or may not know this, if that degree program has picked up in traction in the amount of graduates yes because you know the de accounting degree program at LSU is going in the opposite direction oh for real mm -hmm. so I'm not saying I'm not saying why, which is why the LC, LCPA gets me and Claire um, somebody at Hannah's T we go we actually oh, yeah, went to the Claire. rotunda and like we're promoting the LCPA chapter and all that stuff so okay. it makes sense because People are realizing you don't necessarily need an accounting degree to become a CPA. Yeah, like me. I do not have an accounting degree. And I'm just putting it out there. You know, we, we have initiated that into part of our recruiting strategy is going after some more traditional careers because nobody knows what they want to do. I mean, I did, but yeah. Yeah, well, you're <laughs> well, the anomaly. Okay. You started <laughs> you a business at a Okay, let me, let's just put this out to our listeners, okay? Don't. In any, do not compare yourself to Patty. Oh no! Jane. Don't don't go down my path. You, I don't recommend. It. You will not feel good about yourself. <laughs> I don't. I don't recommend doing what I did. I I had the mindset to graduate in three and a half years. Oh, gosh. Um, and then I added a second degree, and I ended up graduating in four. So it took me another semester to add thirty hours. Okay. So my story is: it took me five years to graduate in education because <laughs> I changed my major five times and then I had to go back to school for two and a half years just to get the classes to sit for the CPA exam. Look, it took I so... I kind of like school, though. Look, I was a three-year grad and everybody was three like, year why grad? are you doing that? Oh, because you're wasting the best years of your life. But you know what happened the year I would have graduated on time? COVID. Yeah. So guess what? Boom. I got a real freaking senior year. Hey. <laughs> That's what I'm talking and Lainey, about, Lainey. And like, how old were you? You were 21. I was 20. I was 20. Well, when we hired you, you were 21, yeah. huh? Because I went and did the Disney thing. Escaped being adult life for but a second. So kind of like when people hand out advice, you know, I'm not a big advice giver because I think that everybody has their own path, right? Like just because something was right for me or maybe I have like a regret or whatever, like doesn't mean that it's right for somebody else. Like let them have their own journey. If you're feeling pulled to graduate early, like graduate early. If you're feeling pulled to stretch that journey out. You There's know? just something about school I kind of like, even though I don't think I'm going to go, uh, I'm ever going to go back. go back? I mean, what would I do? I don't know. Maybe you could go get my degree in entrepreneurship. You could. There you go. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, it's... That sounds, uh, honestly, that's... Missy T, um, you would go in and start nerdy. teaching those classes. <laughs> that sounds Somehow you'd end up in front of the class. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's part of my problem, right? Like, once you... <laughs> Once you get into my position and you're used to really bossing people around, it is really hard to revert. Oh, yeah. I, I feel like you'd end up in the front of the class. I'll tell people, like, on boards or on committees, I'm like, no, no, just tell me what to do. And then all of a sudden start, like, taking over and inserting my opinion. It's a really annoying character fault. Well, we're, we're working on that. So um, I don't know. I I, that's what I love about you. 
Oh, well, thanks. You're, yeah. you're assertive and you know how to get stuff done. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. I love it. You know, I think... Abyss who abyss. Yeah. And don't don't ever apologize for that. Agreed. I, I think people sometimes enjoy school. Yeah. Or enjoy getting an education and furthering their education. There's nothing wrong with that by any stretch of the imagination. But also, to your comment, it needs to be a personal decision, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. You know, I can't sit here and say, get out of school, don't go to college, do X, Y, Z... Because even when we're getting advice in the accounting field, I have to ask you like deep personal questions before I can advise you. Like, you know, what makes you tick? Why do you want to go down this path? Yeah. It's going to determine what type of advice or guidance we provide. Yeah. Because it's not a all-in-one inclusive solution. It is very personalized. I think we need to say why we're laughing and it's that we might as well have given Hartley all of those Christine's. I think we might need to ask just some more. Just I, only on the I only dropped one. I only dropped one. This is why Patty G, we have not bit the bullet and recorded our podcast. Patty G, this is actually the most chaotic episode ever. <laughs> and I mean, it's the one that you're attending. I know, but he's I so think it's easy. going swimmingly. This is I, fantastic. I think so too, and I'm eager to hear, I'm eager this to listen back at I've the chaos of it I've never actually had the desire for us to do a video podcast, but I think if anyone needed to be a video, it would be it today. Would be today. <laughs> Absolutely. See, this is why I always record. You never know what's going to happen. I mean, you know? okay, I just okay. gave myself quite the heavy know, pour. So here's the thing. That's all right. On yeah. that one. It um, is a Thursday. Day for Eve. four people. I mean, that's not a lot. It is Thursday <laughs> Eve. Yes, it is. <laughs> We're going to need more of these. I keep calling them Christinis. I hope that's the correct terminology. Um, I'm going to see it's what, on, what's it's on the, the menu. On the description. If only we had a description. Cheese. Yeah, if only we had something to read. <laughs> well, you know, honestly, it doesn't say what it comes with, so I'm going to continue to call it. But, you know, it's like sliced French bread. That's um, it actually probably. Is, it should say toasted French bread. Toasted French bread doesn't mm. say that. But um, we're details, Patty G. Yeah, details, 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 details but anyhow. Um, yeah, smoked tuna dip comes with yellowfin tuna salad and toasted French bread. Toasted French bread. All right, there you go. Good job, well, Patty Kate G. Thinks that if you say crostini, it sounds better. Yes. Well, you know, it's the. It's fancier, right? From the time that I was really like um, absorbing a lot of Food Network, I think. Oh, I did that when I was teaching. Yes. I watch Food Network all the time. Well, in the interview with Katie, you mentioned that you were watching Food Network at the time, and so was I. Yeah, you know, but yeah. we had a large influence on each other. Rachel at the Ray, time. Evo, Rachel Ray, and um, oh, Giada De Laurentiis yeah. was another one. Okay, we're, we're going back to Patty. We're going to focus here. Okay, so Patrick graduated, double major, entrepreneurship, first person to graduate. Oh, look. Um, we're ordering we're, something. So, um, <laughs> I know. Oh, wait, I need to. I got my pair degree, but and then I also got a minor with that in communications. Oh, so okay. you know, I, you, okay. So let's talk about that. What, so, what did that minor in communications teach you? So and we actually had to record a podcast for one of my classes. It was a group. Of, it was an assignment that we had to record a podcast and edit a podcast. So again, I was just reaffirming that podcast could be a future, not necessarily to the capacity in which it is today, but still something that I definitely wanted to do. Okay. All right. But don't but, you think communications is a good thing huge. for people in accounting to Oh, my gosh. Take? So I actually contemplated getting the Distinguished Communicator Award. I was like one or two classes short. Um, oh. And I was like, yeah, it's not worth it. <laughs> but that's just for my path I was going. It wasn't yeah. necessarily worth it for me. Not, not saying it isn't worth it. My sister got it. So, like, it's a great program to go yeah. through. But absolutely. And I feel like getting a minor in communication should – if not be required, be highly encouraged yeah. to, for, 
every major really. Yeah. You know, every, every major ranging from business to the sciences to any other major out there, I think having some form of official train constructed training and communications can get everybody a little bit further in life. You know, not to say that people that don't communicate well don't get as far, but having that background is huge. I think as employers review resumes, if they see that you're distinguished communicator, you're you're getting a minor in communication, you've taken communication courses, something that says I know how to get up in front of people, not and control a room basically. Well, and also be able to talk to people about when I think about accounting, being able to talk to clients on a level that they understand. Yes, being able to analyze the information and break it down into layman's terms yep. where I can take a very complex issue, simplify it, and also not make you feel dumb. Yeah, you know who else is good at that? Who? Me. <laughs> really? <laughs> I'm just saying. No, teachers. <laughs> teachers have it. So Absolutely. we've hired some teachers at our firm, and we have found that when it comes to training, almost like coaching and communicating. And so I, I, we, Kate and I kind of talked about our different paths since we met mm-hmm. as, uh, as teachers at St. Joseph's Academy. And one of the things that I, and I don't know, you, you again, Patty G, I feel like you kind of knew this going into it. I left teaching having no idea what I was doing as an accountant. And, um, ooh, this is a good one. I know. <laughs> How'd you know this? this is one I know of my favorites. I know it's a good one. Okay. Yeah. This one's good. Oh, we're changing it up? Uh-huh. It's delicious. It's, it's still the same cat. It is. Um, Saving our mom. Saving our It's the Honig. It's okay. the Honig bottle. And let me tell you what. I've been to Geno's before, and I've accidentally almost, or maybe I did drink the whole thing by the end of the night. I'm not going to do that tonight. It's just Thursday, <laughs> even though it needs to be Friday soon. Um, it's coming for us. But I just, you know, I think that a lot of times people going into the accounting profession don't really understand that it's more than crunching numbers. Especially now. So when you when you look at the accounting profession as a whole, and again, this is just in my humble six-year-in opinion, I think the accounting profession is getting away from the data entry world that we've been living in where we take information provided by a client, regurgitate it into a computer system, and produce these work products that clients then get to read and go, great, this is what I'm doing. Right. It's going to change and morph over the years into us basically telling a story with the work products and being able to communicate to the client what that work product is. I've taken this kind of shift on how accounting's changing, not necessarily changing, but morphing into a product-based business. It's no longer a specific service because the software as a service model mm-hmm. has almost taken that over yep. from us. So how do we then sell these products that are financial products and we provide more experience consulting, advising, and really working with the clients? You know, for example, I had conversations today with a client who's purchasing some property that a restaurant's on. And then we're looking at other restaurants to purchase and he's asking for opinions on what do you think this business is going to do? Is it viable? What do I need to look at in the P&L and the financials to really drill down and see is this going to be worth investing in? And so those are the conversations I feel as a CPA, we're going to have to start being better at communicating that on a broader scale. Oh, yeah, definitely. I do think that, you know, I think there's different types of services and even CPA firms. And I alluded to this last week, you know, I and this is, it kind of depends on what you want to do, right? And so one of the things that Falk and Winkler is, you know, we focus on, yes, we can offer very compliance and traditional CPA 
services, what people think about when they think of a CPA. But it's so much more than that. I used to get people that asked me if we went to like a flat tax rate, like would we have a job? I'm like, yes, because we're business advisors. Like mm -hmm. tax returns are, it's important and I don't want to discredit that, but that's not going to put CPAs out of a business, out of business by any stretch of the imagination. Like any person that wants to start a business that is not a CPA needs a CPA. Yes. Yes. I, you just do. Because mm -hmm. you're going to miss something just out of complete not having an awareness of what you need to do. Just total ignorance about it, which is not a bad thing. But that's why it's kind of like I'm not an attorney. You know, right. there's certain times where it's like you need an attorney, you know, because that's what they specialize in. Mm -hmm. Planning I, a wedding. Need a yeah. wedding planner. Yeah, right. <laughs> but And then for KB Cook Weddings, I had somebody who would help us to make sure that we were doing, you know, all of the accounting things correctly and taxes and all the things. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. Know, and because, you know, sometimes it's also like a nice little scare tactic because some people just, they, they're very fearful of the IRS as they should be. I think we all are. Have a, uh, yes. I'm not scared. You're not? Well, no, okay. Not scared, not Patty I'm G. just saying. I, no. <laughs> I, we just said that Patty G is kind of untraditional. Right. So. <laughs> but I actually have clients that when I go to meet with them, they're like, okay, Melissa, how are you keeping me out of jail <laughs> this year? And I'm like, okay, well. No I mean, pressure. Yeah. And they, I they, don't think you're going to go to jail, but, you know, I'll make sure you're doing everything right. It, it is an organization that's been set up to instill a sense of compliance by fear. Yeah. You know, we want you to comply by the rules or else we're going to come knocking on your door and take yeah. you to jail. In reality, you know. The likelihood of that to happen. The likelihood of that happening is you might, you'd be better off winning the lottery. Yes. You know? I don't disagree with that. But I still find I have clients maybe, I don't want to say push back, but like challenge me on certain things. And why they need to do it a certain way. And those can be tough conversations. So you, I feel like you've got the clients that they want to be compliant. And then you got the other clients that are kind of like, can we push the envelope a little bit? And then you got the other clients that just want to know, why are you telling me all these rules? Because I swear, sometimes I feel like I tell somebody something and I might as well be talking a completely different language. So, even if I'm, you know, simplifying it. And I, so I've kind of formulated a response over the years of when a client will say, well, why are we doing it that way? can't we do it this way? Or they come back and they say, oh, my friend told me we can do it. We mm -hmm. can do it this way. And I can take this deduction. I can take this, you know, expense, what have you. And I just look at them and I go, that's great, but you're not going to do that with me. Mm. If you want to do that, go to that other person, go yeah. to their CPA, have them file that return for you. I'm not filing that return for you. If you want me to do it X, Y, and Z, here's how I'm going to do it according to the rules and the regulations that I have to abide by. And this is just what they are. So if you want to go elsewhere and do it against that, that's on you. I'll give you your, I'll give you your files. Go. Yeah. But that's a skill. You being able to tell somebody that is a skill. I guess that's the way I want to put it. But that comes with experience. And I don't think that people think about that. Like new accountants think about those no. types of conversations or the tough conversations because they probably haven't taken any sort of communications class or bare bones, you know, whatever's required. I'm not saying that's going to fix it. I'm just... I, I see, like, when I hire a new team member, right, it's like they want to do the best job and be, they kind of feel like they need to be the smartest person. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, it's not that you have to be the smartest person. You have to have, you have to be able to instill trust and confidence mm -hmm. from your client. Your client already thinks you're smart. You're an accountant. Right. They pass CPA exam, then they really think you're smart, mm -hmm. which, you know, it's kind of funny to me sometimes because I'm not. Oh, for real? Because when I think of the CPA Oh, no, it's exam, really, really okay, hard. I was going to say. No, I, it I think it's hard. I'm not saying it's not hard. I'm just saying that, you know, I've so met I, some CPAs that it's questionable. Look, I failed three parts of the CPA exam 
two, if not three times. Yeah, it's hard. Like, it took me two years to pass the exam. It's not an easy exam to pass. Now, BEC, I passed that with flying colors both times. But, oh, my God. BEC's the one I made a 75 on. I was well, going to say, hold tell on, me what hold on. Can I, can I like, is. Can I talk about my CPA exam journey? Absolutely. Let's hear it. So I passed the first three parts on the first try. Excellent. I did not do that. <laughs> failed audit. I got a 73 on audit. I got a 74 on uh, FAR. Why? Uh, just don't even tell me the score. Just give me Ladies a and gentlemen, I think we need to know, Missy T, what do you need? So 70, you need yes. A 75. Okay, a 75, 75 is a passing okay. score. The CPA exam is broken up into four parts. So just to kind of not bore our audience to death, but it's really like tax and business law, financial accounting, BEC, which is um, like econ, economics. CFO. Yeah. And uh, audit. No, I never took any classes in audit. I took one like self-study. So I go take the audit exam and then I get a 73. And I thought I was going to be one of those small percentage of people that was going to pass the whole exam on the first try. But I took audit three weeks later and I managed to pass it. So there you go. You're, you're better than me. That's awesome. I think I'm stubborn. I didn't want to study anymore. You didn't want to take it again. See, I, yeah. So I took BEC, pass it with like an 83 or something the first time, and then I got overly confident. Um, and so I didn't I didn't study and I wasn't as disciplined the yeah, remaining of the time. Yeah. Well here, let's let's simplify things. Yeah, we're clearing our plates. Clearing our plates real quick. I was going to say, we have, have had to order like round two, round three. Everything is so delicious. <laughs> it's fantastic. Our server is fantastic, and we love her so much. And she's taking such good care of us and of my little foo-foo at the table next to us. Thank you. <laughs> and people are starting to come in for dinner. Yes. There's a little bit of hustle we're recording our Yeah, podcast. we're recording this later. Um, so I... I I honestly feel like with the CPA exam, it's not that I actually made the score that I made. I just made better than everybody else, and that's how they scored it. Well, so here, here's my my two cents on getting licensed on getting licensed for the CPA exam. I mean, taking the CPA exam, passing, and getting your license, you you already have a lot of the knowledge and experience and expertise that comes along with getting licensed, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. All it does at least in my opinion, is add the letters that give you instant credibility, credibility for somebody on the street. Yep. So for the longest, I mean, I wasn't licensed until I think 2020 or 2021, something like that. Okay. And for the longest time, I would be talking to people and they had no idea I wasn't a CPA. Right. They probably just assumed you were. They just assumed I was. Yeah. And I was like, no, I'm not a CPA. And then you meet other people who you have two different types of people, people that really don't care what letters you have behind your name and people that really put value in the letters. Behind Absolutely. Your name. Yeah. And those that didn't care were a majority of the people I dealt with. Mm -hmm. So they weren't all concerned that I wasn't a CPA because, again, I'm not doing services that require me to be licensed. OK. And when you have that those types of services, they're like, you know, it is what it is. You're getting the work done. You're very knowledgeable and stay out of jail. Right. Mm -hmm. So that was their kind of takeaway. And then once you get licensed, then you have all this whole other crowd that's like, oh, well, you're a CPA. You must know and this. You, should you must know, know that. You should know this. And you have to get 40 continuing education credits a year. And I just, four I, have to be ethics. I just took the ethics on demand. I just took ethics two weeks ago. It was oh fantastic. Gosh, I, I feel yes. very ethical. <laughs> yes. I, can, was, I learned it was a fantastic. lot from this ethics on, to me, on demand <laughs> um, um, webinar. Yeah, it was fantastic. <laughs> Look, the webcast CPE um, for the year, the annual webcast, best thing ever. Best investment for the nerdy CPAs. Yeah, we do get nerdy. See, this is why me and Patrick. Do you have any questions? Kate? Oh, I was going to say, here's the thing about my. He's on the edge of her seat with questions. My relationship questions. with CPAs. Where's your phone? Normally, you have so, questions. I know my phone is right here. Okay. Um, but 
Okay, so my CPA experience, you always talk about like the, um, ooh, I can really hear that pour. And it ASMR. is, it's sexy. I don't know. There's something there, Patty G. But um, my CPA. Go watch my episode with the Bourbon <laughs> Society. Ooh. <laughs> ooh. Okay. Write that down. I've scrolled through your guests before. Like, who can I have on my podcast? Okay. But yeah, my CPA friends include Patty G, Missy T. Isn't Daniel. Funny? Kate calls me Missy T. Missy T and Patty G. I love it. It's kind of funny. Look, look, when a thing works, a thing works. It just know? does. Yeah. It just does. But yeah, Daniel CPA, Williams. Daniel Williams. All my CPA friends are like, you know, super fun and social. And, you know, so whenever you talk about the CPA stereotype, I don't know, my friends don't fit it. And so, um, you know, but when Patty G came in, we were chatting for a second. I'm like, okay. I know, you know, my degree is in history education. I've been a history teacher and a wedding planner. So my world of CPA is like anytime I've needed one, um, you know, it's just like here's the paperwork you asked for or whatever, you know. Um, but I'm like, I know Missy T does retirement planning mm-hmm. for businesses. Mm-hmm. Got it right? Yep. Yeah. Gold star. Lots of um, cons- <laughs> I know. That's good for you, Kate. She's what? part of the Centennial Division. Yes. Wait, it's Sentinel. Sentinel. <laughs> Sentinel. I think you need to take a listen to TPA tidbits. Um, <laughs> it's so much not my world. That's why I don't know no. about it. Here's my recommendation. Listen to that when you cannot sleep. It will. Anyway, they have Put the Bush you Brothers on there. Sleep. You know, I've had some good guests well, on there. So. I, 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 I'll listen to the Bush Brothers. But my me talking alone. I accidentally well, well, listened. there was an accident. Whenever we oh, switched yeah, platforms, yes. we, for those who aren't really in the podcast world, um, we did switch platforms that actually host the podcast. That's how it gets to you guys, how it gets to Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And whenever I switched them, both podcasts merge for a, for a hot second. Yeah, the TPA tidbits somebody, were on Louisiana Ladies. Yeah, somebody yes. found out. Um, was it Emily Klein? Uh, well, also me. Oh, okay. Yes. And I was like, maybe this is a surprise episode I should listen she to. Said, Y'all did a bonus episode? I'm like, oh, bonus app. I mean, I do. No. And like, here's the thing. And we, I kind of talked about that last week too. Like, I do love what I do. And mm-hmm. I, I will. This is why when I go to conferences with a bunch of TPAs, I mean, we are ner- we are nerding out and talking TPA talk. And people are like, are you going to bring Patrick Torito? And I'm like. No, but not, no offense to my husband, but because like he's, he wouldn't have fun talking about the compliance and stuff that we do and all the, you know, so yeah. I enjoy TBA tidbits and it's very useful information, but yeah. you know, too, like I wouldn't listen to probably a tax podcast. I'd be well, like, well, that's what Patty G, I was like, you know, what is your area when it comes to the CPA world? And he was like pretty much everything except for what Missy T does and audit. So and don't you right. think that's a little bit of everything else? Your firm from an employee size, what are y'all about 25 employees? Roughly. Yeah. And do you, and so I'm just going to make an assumption. You correct me if I'm wrong. I do find the smaller you, the, the less number of people you have the more that each person kind of has to know how to do. Correct. Is that accurate? In order to provide all those services you're trying to provide. Right. So because we provide such a, you know, in-depth level of services to anybody, everybody that needs it, we like to create well-rounded employees, well-rounded staff that can handle anything that you need. So what that allows for us is from a planning standpoint to know we can pull people from anywhere and everywhere on projects to give them some support on other projects and we know they, the work's going to get done basically. Yeah. And so I was interview. I've been interviewing candidates for hiring and you know, they ask those quite the candidates I'm interviewing, they're asking questions 
what type of work am I going to do? They don't want to be stuck in this pigeonhole of one division, one department. They want to get experience across the board. And we, I'm like, well, we're your basically your perfect firm. While you may say, oh, I love audit, great. We're going to stick you in audit. However, you're going to get tax returns. You're going to get bookkeeping assignments. You may primarily focus on mm-hmm. something. Like I primarily focus on what's called family um, household accounting, basically managing businesses for wealthy individuals. And when you get into your little hole in your area, you're going to become an expert in that level. Yeah. But you're also going to have experience to help us file individual returns, business returns, do audits, etc. You're going to be well-rounded within the firm. You're not just going to get stuck in one hole, which there's no knock to big firms. But at some point when you get to a level, every firm gets to a level where you don't have the ability to let everybody right. become so well-rounded because you just are in dire need of people in certain areas and you start having departments. You know, when you get to the level where you have departments, department heads, specific partners that Mm -hmm. are over these departments, that's where it gets a little bit more tough for some of the workforce that like to do different things every day to find their fit. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't disagree with that. I mean, we do, we definitely have departments and we have had people move around in departments. And y'all are a large firm. And we do interdepartmental, like, Kind of inherently just part of being, I've learned more about taxes than I want to because I'm part of this firm and I have the resources. But that also kind of sets us apart because a lot of TPAs don't know enough about taxes because they're not CPAs. And they'll say, well, go consult with your with your CPA who's handling your tax return. Whereas we can give high level, you know, in terms of what do you need to do for compensation and how are we going to make the retirement plan work for you, Mr. Business Owner. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I think it just... That being said, I think some people like to focus on one thing. Some people like to kind of learn other things. I, I, my brain cannot possibly focus on anything else right now. It is at full capacity of brain power because the retirement industry, just like taxes and also it's constantly changing and I can't keep up with it. So, um, okay. So let's talk about your the podcast. Like we kind of talked about it a little bit, yeah. but then I like was like, oh, you graduated like communication. So, you know, typical, I digress on that. So. What was the what was your first episode of the Patty G show? So and you recorded it on your my iPhone eight. Mm-hmm. Same. So we might, might have, have been not the iPhone, had an eight. No. Might have been the iPhone ten. Oh, <laughs> y'all are fancier than I yeah. was. Mm-hmm. Um, was there ever ten? I think it went to X. Oh, I have no idea. Okay, whatever. It's hard so, to keep up with. So X is ten in Latin. Uh, anyway, I took, I, was on the eight. I took Latin in high school. That's the only reason I know that. Might have been the 12. Who knows? You know? <clears throat> Who knows? So. Um, so, again, going through these motions of I wanted to get a podcast, I knew there was a need for one. I knew the value that they were going to bring to the table years down the road. In my entrepreneurship courses and in the classes, I kept having these conversations with everybody, and they just kept telling me they couldn't wait to leave Baton Rouge, which I thought was just bonkers like mm-hmm. why why yeah. you want to leave Baton Rouge yeah and they were saying there's no opportunity here so LSU flew all of us out to Silicon Silicon Valley Washington Seattle and we did a whole tour of all these businesses as entrepreneurship graduates oh, or in the main in the minor and majors and it was a blast we got to see Microsoft we got to go to Amazon headquarters we got to see a lot of new tech that was not on the market yet really cool stuff and out there they all saw how great it was because of the ecosystem that was created, the business owners, the people. We got to meet with city officials. Like We got to see what a living, breathing ecosystem does to maintain all this entrepreneurship, this innovation, this creativity, and whatnot. 
And when we got back to Baton Rouge, everybody was like, oh, my gosh, I want to go to Seattle. Oh, I want to go to Houston, yeah, Dallas, I New York. Yeah. I want to leave, go to the next best city. And when I would ask them why, their response was always, well, there's no opportunity here in Baton Rouge. And I was like, what are you talking that about? That was their perception. That was their perception mm-hmm. was that there was no opportunity in Baton Rouge. There's no cool businesses here. There's no business owners doing great things in and around the community. And I was like, oh, my gosh, you are so far from the truth. Like, there is amazing things going on here in Baton Rouge. There is amazing business owners doing wonderful things. We have huge businesses have started here. Mm -hmm. And, you know, exploring outside of Baton Rouge, Louisiana as a whole, we have amazing entrepreneurs here in our community. We've got amazing business owners here. And they just, they didn't see it. So I was like, well, how do I start telling people about this? How can I kind of took on this passion of promoting Baton Rouge business owners and business leaders that really create what we have and what we know here in Louisiana. So I was like a podcast. There I go. There's my, there's my podcast. Mm -hmm. And from there, I was already having meetings with people. I was already having coffees, lunches. I was that kid that I think I went to Tigerland once in four years, just because I spent all of my spare time meeting people, working on business ideas, doing developing stuff with just other entrepreneurs and entrepreneurial-minded individuals that I just really didn't have time to go out and nor did I want to spend the money on it. Yeah. And it got to the point where I'm like... No knock up against people that did. I mean, <laughs> no, I would be one of those people that went to again, Okay. Again, we've already established, look at my life as a good off in the distance, <laughs> you know... Yeah, you're an anomaly, but I love right. this. But I do. Yeah. I, I love this because I do think it sends a message to people that... Especially young individuals, if they're interested in it, you don't have to a do business. the traditional thing that everyone else does. Yeah. And I think that is an important message. But I do want to say, and you will say this about yourself, Patty G, you work hard. Yeah. You work hard. Sounds like you probably always work. That you that isn't that work ethic sounds to me like it's ingrained in you. Yeah, it, it was ingrained in me from a young age. My dad never, my dad never let us sit around idly around the house. We always had projects. We always had things to mm. do. So he kind of instilled this, not necessarily busy body, but hey, there's always things that can be done. There's always projects you can do. There's always something else that you can go and achieve outside of just sitting and relaxing or, and doing X, Y, and Z. Or sitting and waiting for something or to happen. Sitting and waiting for, exactly. Sitting and waiting for something to happen. You know, it was, it was not necessarily sit around for the ice cream truck. It was more go to the store, buy ice cream, and be the ice cream truck. You <laughs> I know? love it. I love like, it. That's, so, a great, that's a great analogy. Thank you. So from there, I was like, let me do this podcast. I just, I need, it needs to happen. I need to make it work. And I said, well, video is going to be huge. Video is going to be such a strong por- a portion of podcasting, of content creation, that I need to video this. So I sat in my truck and was like, all right, dude, you just got to just gotta do just it. record the first episode. Oh, no. And then I couldn't do it. And so I was like, all right, I can't do it in the truck. I'm like, people are walking on the street. It's super weird. So I went inside of my house and I sat in my office. I'm like, all right. Charlotte gets home in like 30 minutes. Like you have to get this thing recorded. So I set up my phone and I started doing it. And I like did a couple takes. And I'm like, ah, I don't like this. This whole video thing's creeping me out. So I said, you know what? Let's just do voice memos. Pulled up voice memos, talked for like eight minutes. That I think the last time I listened to it, the show was still true to what my vision was at that oh. time. And I was like, this is impressive. That's awesome. <laughs> and funny story i had to do the same thing with the voice memo i had to talk into something to prove myself prove to myself i could do it and and so i sat there and talked for like six or eight minutes i don't remember the exact time and i was like okay i I finished it and i was like perfect it's done let me just throw this up 
on a platform. So then I went to YouTube Studio, and YouTube Studio has free songs and free sound bites and such. So I pulled a free song from YouTube Studio, landed it as my intro and outro. Attached, I don't even know if I attached it for the first one, but I just went to Anchor, uploaded it, typed up some show notes, and was like, hey guys, here's my show. And then boom, that was it. So from there on, we've had a guest every time, and it all started with a phone. Yeah, I mean, I think I had told... Lainey, uh, I was like, okay, I record. I felt so silly, by the way, just pressing that record button and oh, it's recording a weird feeling random first. content into it's... your phone. And so I was like, okay, I think we can do this. And so it's just, it's getting started for any, I mean, this, this it's applies truly to getting anything. Started. It's yeah. getting started. So our next venture is for us to record or me to video record myself and somehow post that to Instagram. Oh, like you talking about like, like current or you want to video yourself and post to Instagram? Right, but I'm terrified. So, I am, I am too to an extent when okay. stuff like, but when it's by oh, myself, human. when it's by okay. myself. So, you know, shameless plug here. Um, the show has picked up a sponsor, McClavey's, and so they provide they pro- they provide my wardrobe. So tonight I'm wearing all McClavey stuff. Oh, that is um, you are looking spiffy. We did make a comment that you were dressed sharp. You are dressed like, dress. like what's going on? I've seen Patty G IRL in real life. Yes, CT. Um, Got three it. times. I'm like, all three times. Yeah. Sharp as hell. You have to. I mean, always looking good. And honestly, then I just like put up Charlotte's Instagram. Like, how did I miss all these years that Charlotte was married to Patty G? But anyway, all these years. I mean, we've been in each other's lives for one year. Was that the, or no, the, um... The live podcast that you recorded it was about was a year and a half. It was May of 21. Okay, May, anyway, May of 21. I don't know how I've never put two and two together, so I apologize yeah. for that. But anyway, looking sharp in all of uh, Charlotte's IG posts as well. Well, thank you. Yeah. Um, she does well with that. Um, but it makes sense that you're so you prefer to record videos. Like you're more comfortable so, with well, other people. Where I was getting with that, yes, I'm very much more comfortable as not the main attraction. Mm. I'm very much more comfortable by putting other people up, putting them like even in high school. We were, Charlotte and I met, that's a whole another story for a whole another day, that whole, that whole, our whole life before getting married, and then the whole proposal and everything. But we were in Diocesan Youth Board together, and I was, I loved that because I was always behind the scenes, putting everything together for the show to go on, and I wasn't on the stage. I loved that element of it. So as a host, I'm like, I love putting people up and letting them tell their stories and putting them out there. So... When McClavey's was like, hey, we want to do a partnership with you and like provide your wardrobe. I was like, I love this. Let's make it happen. But then I have to record hashtag OOTDs, outfit of the days. Yeah. yeah. And let me tell you, Melissa. Oh, and that's part of like their agreement. That's part of our agreement is like I have to record these outfit of the days. So like if you go to our store. Do you feel cheesy doing that? Is that a challenge for you? It's a challenge. The first (laughs) one, I felt like it was, I felt so uncomfortable doing it. Then the second one, it was better. And a little bit of behind the Hollywood curtain, I recorded two shows last week, so I didn't have to record anything this week. So I had to do them back-to-back on the same day in oh, a different outfit. Change you had to change. change outfit, right. And so the third one was probably the better one, which is the one I posted today, uh-huh. uh, the day that we're recording. I posted on my stories. If you go to the highlights, I have a hashtag OOTD on my profile. Love you can it. watch through all those. But doing that, recording that video of me talking about me, what I'm wearing, the outfit I have on, it's weird. Mm-hmm. It's weird to me, but being in a chair for an hour and a half, two hours is nothing. With a, with three with multiple camera yeah. angles on me is nothing. I know. I think. But it's... having somebody sit there with a phone and like go, mm-hmm. like that to me, I'm like, 
all right, we're getting better at it. Again, it just takes practice time and, you know, over time you'll become even better and better. Well, and I think over time you won't even think anything of it. And you'll right. be like, okay, this was actually hard for me at one particular point. But, I mean, I love to be center of attention. <laughs> so when you're like, I want to be backstage, I was kind of thinking, I'd want to be on stage. I, was, I didn't you want to be... say anything rude, but I was like, kind of the opposite. <laughs> we're, yeah, I mean, kind of the opposite. But um, the social media does make me very uncomfortable. I do joke with people, too, that, like, you know, I am also a terrible fundraiser for any board that I serve on. I am terrible at fundraising. I'm just going to be honest. Didn't you knock it out of the part for your birthday, though? Yeah, you really did. Okay, that's like because... Like, I, you got a whole party funded, sponsored by, like, a lot of people, Missy. A lot of people. <laughs> like, you're selling yourself short here. Maybe, you know, it was a team effort. I don't know. Lainey, Lainey, Lainey reached out to people. Like, it was effort. a team like, effort, which, which, which I kind of, I, I like that. I, like I feel like effort. we supported each other on reaching out. We'd be like, you can do it. Yeah. Look, <laughs> We're I, like, I, just I, ask. I'm, they'll just say no if they, they don't want to do I, it. I love that. And so I took this, I kind of made this, not really my mantra, but a mindset, probably a, not really a decade ago, maybe eight years ago, where I convinced myself the worst possible thing that can happen from asking somebody is they say no. No. And then I'm like, yeah. and then you say, okay, what's next? And, and the you just, world and you move, will move And then on. the world's going to move on, you know, as much as we can't stand Rejection. an LSU loss. <laughs> right. We're going to wake, we up, wake the up the next, the next morning <laughs> and the world's going to continue. Yeah. So when you have a failure, when you have a rejection, when somebody gives you a hard nah or someone just says no outright, that's okay. You have to be able to get up and keep on moving, you know. Quentin's learning to walk. He's fallen once mm -hmm. and busted his head and mm -hmm. got a big old bruise. Feel like it's Two days passage. before one-year pictures, my wife loved it. Oh. Um, and then yesterday for his birthday, he was walking and busted his lip open. There was blood and everything. Oh, but no. he got up and kept trying to walk. Like, And we as adults really got to look back at that mentality yeah. of you're mm -hmm. going to fall, you're going to fail, you're going to mess up. People are going to tell you no, but you still have to keep getting up and keep going and keep moving forward. I save a PDF of every proposal I send to potential sponsors. And when you look at the show now, you're like, oh my gosh, you've got what, seven or eight sponsors? Mm -hmm. Like, what are you talking about? I have like 30 or 40 mm -hmm. packages yeah. that I sent to people that were no's. Yeah. You know? And those no's or that rejection or failure or however you want to put it, I think that's where you grow the most. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. You don't, when you succeed or you get a yes from somebody, right? You learn that that one method worked. And that one method, was successful and you're like great i got, got it, it done it, it was fantastic nailed it but when you look back to people that have failed time and time again edison for example you know he failed a thousand plus times mm -hmm. before he invented the light bulb and when questioned about that like well how do you overcome a thousand failures he goes i didn't fail a thousand times i figured out 999 ways not to I make did, a light bulb yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah you know you figure out ways that didn't work yeah and those often times prove more valuable and teaching than the times you succeed. Yeah. And I think what holds everyone back is people by nature have a fear of failure. And I said this yesterday at our yeah. women's event for Falcon Winkler. I'm like, we all have a fear. Like, mm -hmm. what is holding me back? Let's just go ahead and be vulnerable again, guys. Yeah, yeah. What's holding me back sometimes on making this podcast and taking it to the next step or even with my keynote uh, presentation that I want to start giving is that fear of failure. Or comedian, right? You want to be a stand-up comedian? Right, because I'm funny. Because yeah. you're funny. <laughs> but I, I don't know if I could actually do that. I mean, I think I would be like laughing at myself and everybody be like, mm -hmm, no, that's not a funny joke. But Look, start up at the no-show comedy um, events, okay? I no, I just, that's... I don't think you have the, dr not the drive, but the desire to do that. No, but 
But that keynote address. But my keynote, I'm passionate about it. So I think these are all really great things that people can take away from this podcast. Yeah. You've taught us a lot, Patty G. And I'm just going to yeah. tell you that I'm going to be really honest. Lainey, you might feel the same way. You're exactly who we needed on this podcast today. <laughs> this was, um, it's been so rough. Good. It yeah. has been rough. It has, uh, Lainey and I have both had a rough couple of days, and they are totally unrelated reasons <laughs> yeah. why we had. People have very of, different challenges in life. We do, but I, this this has just rounded out the Look, night lovely. It was perfect. I, you know, you, you say that I, I have an anomaly of a life, but there are times when I'll have a rough week, you know? where I'll, you know, I try to get up and work out every day. And there are some times where it's two weeks, so three weeks, a month where I haven't been in the gym. And if you live in that negative mindset of, oh, I haven't been, it's terrible. Mm-hmm. Like, you're, what motivation does that give you to then get up the next day and try again? You know, yeah. what motivation do you have to then go back out and try something more? When I'm now gotten to the point where somebody will, if I have not followed up with somebody in a while and it's my fault, you know, What's our general response? So sorry for taking so long. Here's the information. I've had to shift my thinking to say thank you for your patience. Yep. That little bit of positivity of there's always tomorrow or thank you for your patience and always trying to find a positive light on something is going to give you personally more encouraging ability to take it to the next step or take it back to where you were, you know, being like, look, tomorrow's a new day. Yep. I'm going to get up and I'm going to try again. And if you don't do it, then that's okay. There's always tomorrow. Yeah. And I was going to say, it's the no surprise dog. that I'm like eating that ish up. I need to because just go that is some positive dog. The positive right dog. There. So maybe I should make the positive like a January dog. January book, book club book of the month. Yeah. It's, yeah, legit. But you're totally right. Because yeah. just like in life, I feel like you're going to have good days. Mm-hmm. You're probably not going to have perfect days. I don't think that exists. But you know, I, I don't think a, per, yeah. people can define perfection in different ways. Yeah. And you can find mm-hmm. perfection in the flaws. When you find perfection in your flaws, like, Figuring out with employees right now, we're looking at, you know, year in evaluations, right? Mm-hmm. And so we're, you know, one of the partners is like, oh my gosh, you know, we've got this situation where this person is doing X, Y, and Z. I'm like, okay, why don't we figure out how to make that their benefactor? Yep. Why don't we figure out how to take something that you're saying is not good about them and figure out how to spin it and say, wait, we're just deploying it wrong. We're just taking what we're seeing as a negative and just deploying it in the wrong area. Let's shift that deployment, put it over here, and now we've got a, now we've got a positive. Now you've got something that's going to bring value to the firm and really take us to the next level because we were just looking at the situation wrong. Yeah. And I think that, like I said, human nature, it's the path of least resistance is mm-hmm. to fall back on that negativity. Yeah. Because it does. It, But that takes energy. Mm-hmm. It also does take energy to change your mindset, right? Like to be like, I mean, this entire week, like every morning, I'm like, okay, what's well, like, we are going to change this mindset. Yeah. Everything is going to be fine. Whatever you're worried about, you know, fears, worries, anxieties, and stuff like that. And, like, how many times have all of us been – now, sometimes worry and anxiety can be justified if something's mm-hmm. happening. But I feel like I worry about things sometimes, and I'm like, well, that Why was Why am stupid. I worried? Like, yeah. it didn't end up like that. Like, whatever I thought was going to happen, like me mm-hmm. tripping on stage, never didn't actually happen, you know? I saw something this week that really changed my mindset because I'm a chronic overthinker. I think a lot of us are. But it was a TikTok, and this girl said that the best thing her therapist ever told her was, well, if we're making up stories in our head, why don't we make up good ones? Yeah. And I was like, that's snaps amazing. for that. Boom. Because Let me, yeah. you right. I will. Okay, so... I kind of started giving my husband a little bit of a hard time, but I can tell you that one thing that he said, and I actually like wrote it down, 
was I was ha- having anxiety about whatever. And I don't remember what it was necessarily. And I was like, well, what if da-da-da doesn't happen? Or what if happens and it's bad? And he's like, okay, but what if it does? Mm-hmm. Like, what if it does? Like, you're worried. You're you're going toward, which is kind of funny because Patrick always jokes that he's a realist, a.k.a. a pessimist. <laughs> but for me... He's a great sounding board because, you know, I was concerned. I think this was probably when we started asking for sponsorships for the podcast. And I'm like, well, what if nobody sponsors it? And he goes, what if everybody sponsors it? And I'm like, okay, I don't think that. So I just think that that's like, and you got to kind of have like a balance, like, because you got to be, you know, realistic. And if you're like, you know, get too let down about something. Like, we're going to raise a million dollars. But no, I just thought that was like flipping, like, you know, what if, what if my presentation is bad? What if it's great? Mm-hmm. Why don't we think that? We always think towards the, the negative. more negative things, you know? So, yeah. yeah. I, but I, you're right. It is like it's shifting your mindset. And I think I said on another podcast, like, practice doesn't make perfect. Practice makes permanent. And so if you're practicing a positive mindset or thinking in that positive direction, that becomes your go-to, you know? Okay, I mean, so our next gig we're just going to become motivational speakers. Yeah, I, I, sure. I think y'all are y'all are on track. No, Let's you, do it. No, Patty. You're <laughs> leading the Me group. too. You're in there with us. Part of the group. Missy T yeah. and Patty G. Missy T let's and go. Patty G. Let's I'll start. just book the gigs. Yeah, let's start the, booking venues. The let's positive go. dog tour. <laughs> I love that. Y'all are, on, y'all are on track. I'm like, no, no. You have to be part of this. The positive, like, positive dog tour. The positive dog tour. If it's just me and maybe Lainey, some days we'd be like, look, people, we are not going to be motivational. Our day has sucked. Actually, today, let us vent. Here, look, again, when when you'll have those moments, just shoot me a text. I'll come with a bottle of wine and ask no questions. There, I mean, that is, so, everybody needs one of those. So, truthfully, yes. and we've said this on the podcast, but I do want to say this while we have Patty G in our presence. He has been gone above and beyond for our support. You really have. You have given us a lot of confidence. You met with us in your free time. Which wasn't free time. <laughs> sure during the day. Actually, yeah. like, I mean, I'm sure you didn't have an hour and a half And I know we've told y'all that we're renting this fabulous equipment oh from God. him. Take He's it taught us level. how to use it. He sponsored our event. I mean... Truly. Um, really, we have to give Patty G credit because he's the one that was like, no, start an LLC, get an EIN. Actually, the get event open might have been his idea. And getting sponsors <laughs> might have been his idea. <laughs> and getting and a t-shirt might have been his idea. <laughs> might have been his idea. Basically, it's all, we have given Patty G nothing. <laughs> so, but how about those Evite numbers? How did that work out? Oh, the Eventbrite, he, his idea. Your idea. We got a couple. There we were really a few. did. We really did. Look, Pete, but you know what? I kind of figured out, I hate to say that, like, it, that's a marketing thing too. Yeah, it, it, yeah. It's, it's wholeheartedly a marketing thing, and but when you get down to it, a podcast you have to have such a strong marketing focus yeah. on how are you reaching people, what are you doing to benefit them, and how are you going to get there. Look, people don't. They oftentimes want to find that next unicorn, that next overnight success, but we fail to harp and spend a lot of time on the power of one. The fact that you had one person pay you to come hang out with you, Mm -hmm. Missy, like think about that. Yeah. The power that you had one company that said, we want to pay to have your birthday party. The fact that you had one person buy a t-shirt and wear something you created, your podcast, your product, your passion, that power really needs to just be harped on, reflected on, and just focus on how you can get that next one. You don't need the next million. You don't need the next 10,000. You need that next one person. 
and you just keep doing that each and every day and you look back and you're like, what have an impact that we've made? Just by focusing on the power of one. Who is this guy? I know. You know what? Like, sometimes... Okay, Um, my therapist is fired. (laughs) You know, and then sometimes it's just like everything kind of comes together. I think that today it needed to be a Patty G episode. We needed you, Patty G. We did. You know? I'm here for it. Yes. We needed you to come in and be like, we're ordering wine, we're ordering food, we're doing this. Let's do this. this. What do y'all want? You know? Yeah. Yeah, I don't think I asked. I think... I think I think oh, no, no, we're getting wine and I no, said yes. But that is what we needed. But it is let's what just we be needed. honest. You read you knew what we needed. You read the room and you read it correctly, and my friend. You came in <laughs> and we are very appreciative of you and everything that you have done for us, truthfully. Yes. Um, and honestly, your support means the world to us. We would not be where we were without you. Correct. We I, wouldn't have had an event that got we had sponsors. Like because okay, I will tell you And you had like I'm not going to lie. You spent about 15 minutes reading off your sponsors. Yeah. yeah. I'm not going to lie. It took a minute. It was, it was a minute. We had about 15 or 16 sponsors. And so, but, but. Which is huge. Is, I'm a That's shout- huge, I, Missy. Okay. I, okay. But here's my thing. <laughs> like y'all have built, but the three we went, of y'all have built this, you know? When we went to lunch with Patty G, do you remember? Like he would be like, well, do this. And I would be like, oh, I don't think we can do that. And he'd be like, why? And I'll say, that's that's a skill. Like, you challenging me and Lainey mm-hmm. and like, okay, what what are y'all afraid of? And we went and, back to the office that day and we were like, let's do this. Oh, and like, we I made like, the sponsorship I mean, packet that day. Like, we were so motivated. We, we applied for the LLC that day. That day. I was like, oh, I am freaking inspired. But even like the Evite thing, I'm like, well, who's going to buy a ticket? And yeah. you're like, doesn't matter like put it out there it's okay to put it out there it's not hard to do you know so you got some talents patty g it's not hard and now you have a website we do have a website you have a functioning website that's info. yes love the url by like i'm not gonna lie i looked at it i was like this is impressive yeah and we have to give credit where credit is due our IT administrator. Uh, she has a background in graphic design or creative or something. I, well, anyway, she, totally, she made it work. I will tell you what. She got totally into it. Yeah. And whenever I looked at it, and that's why I said that at the event, like I was like, I could have never visualized this. So yeah, really we're good. we're it, we're getting places. We're excited. Two thousand twenty three is going to be a great year. Look, <laughs> I'm speaking am, it into existence. I am all here for it. You know, I'm sure that y'all are lining up guests left and right for twenty twenty three and making that calendar happen. Yeah. Like, yeah. Y'all are doing Maybe. great things in the community, and I love it. So are you. I'm here for it. So are you. Yes. I love looking at all of your guests and listening to what you have on. And, you know, you said one time you were like, okay, I saw a couple of your guests, and I asked them to I come did. on I'm not going to lie. I sure did. And I did I the sure same thing. Did. I was like, ooh, that person looks really good. Let's have them on. Yeah. I mean, between the both of us. Because I do think our podcasts are a little bit different in the content. You know, we're – I don't want to say, like, I just think – we have similar ideas, we do. but I feel like it's just the episodes end up being executed a little bit differently. Yeah. yeah. Yes. I mean, I was nervous going on your podcast. Oh, yeah. Why were you nervous? We were in a bar, Missy. I know, with a bunch of, like, these bright lights. Missy, you were cool as a cucumber. I looked at you that night, and I said, I'm nervous, and I don't have to get on that stage. And you were like, I got this. You were cool as a cucumber. Right. I can act like that. You nailed, you nailed it. <laughs> you I'm not did. Lie. You, you, you just it. act cool as a cucumber. You're not yeah, really you cool as a cucumber. It was amazing. Oh, well, y'all. It was, I, that was, was such a fun night. Yeah. yeah. I love this. Okay. Yes, yes. it was fun. Yeah. So thank you for allowing me to be on your podcast, Patty Look, G. thank you to Lainey for <laughs> wow. reaching out. Like, you know. It's a team effort. Like a boss. She, she shot her shot, you know. Yeah, <laughs> like, I love it. Like, she was like, hey. 
have her on your show. I was like, you actually need her. <laughs> you I, you I, need her. I love when Lainey gets like that too. I mean, at the That's event, fantastic. I keep saying this. I was like, I am Lainey. not the boss of this event. Lainey is. I just have the credit card. I look, am literally just look, throwing Lainey, up. Lainey's a boss lady. All right, I'm not gonna lie. Mm-hmm. This ladies Louisiana ladies podcast. Lainey's the boss lady. Lainey is the boss. You know, she some days we it. don't act like it, but hey, we make. You know what we do though? We make it happen, and we everybody it thinks work. it. And we become vulnerable on here. And I think that uh, I think that we're doing really good things. So Afton, I think the days where you think you haven't made it or you didn't act like a boss, I think you're looking at the wrong definition of what a boss yeah. is. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, I think every day you're crushing it. And what y'all are doing with this show, you're producing. Lainey's tearing up. She's knocking it out of the park, you know? Yeah. She's knocking it out of the park. Well, and that's why I like she, me. she was the one that was like, oh, no, we need this. We need X, Y, and Z. And she executed. Oh, she made I, it happen. I, I'm not joking with people. I think people <laughs> think I'm kidding about the birthday party. If I yeah. would have, if it would have been up to me, we would have had alcohol. Like, yeah. I was like, well, we need food, and we also need swag bags, and we need a photo booth, and we need these things. And she, her and Rachel on our yeah. team, Rachel's Killed our uh, firm administrator, and she loves to do all that stuff. And I'm like, I didn't do this, and I actually don't do the podcast. Lainey Look, yeah. does the podcast. Quentin Lainey loves the koozies. The okay. Quentin Good. loves the koozies. Is he eating them? Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> we love a fan. He, he loves the koozies. Well, we have more. And, and, so a, and, a, and a cold them. bottle on his mouth. We love Poor it. Thing. So... Okay, so Eliza's starting to get kind of crowded for dinner. Y'all can hear the background noise. This is fantastic. Can I, can I, I shout this. out to Louisiana ladies before we – are you saying we're about to wrap things you, up? Okay, you do you, boo. Okay. First of all, I have to shout out a very important crew of Louisiana ladies, and that is my St. Joseph's Academy cross-country team, Ooh. a.k.a. the 2022 Division One LHSAA state champions what what that's right including a miss hannah vaughn who is the state champion right so we had the number one runner we also had the number three runner there was a little rustin runner in between shaking things up a little bit but we took on the state championship and if anybody's counting and i know i am that's seven in a row seven in a row oh my goodness which is also a little bit of history right there we don't have a 5a girls cross country team that has won seven consecutive that's amazing cross country state championships in a row coach cook is killing it i might need to coach me in some running yeah so those girls led by you know i gotta shout out my man yeah mark lahe yeah (laughs) he's killing it and oh do we do you know mark lahe oh we work out together Oh, I mean, the, the worlds have collided. <laughs> like we work out together. Oh, and any anytime fitness four thirty a.m. That's the Mark Lahey time to be there. Oh my gosh, I love it so much. So he's killing it. They're killing it. I mean, so proud of those girls. Okay, and then I also have to do. I'm there's a whole story behind it, but um, Coach Brian Kelly, head coach of. LSU football. Um, his daughter Grace Kelly appeared on my TikTok. FYP for you, Paige. Um, when Brian, Brian, because we're on a first name basis, when uh, Coach Kelly, <laughs> when Coach Kelly um, signed on with LSU, the TikTok knew I needed her in my life. She is adorable, and I say that because I think she looks like me. I, I say she clearly could be, adorable, clearly adorable. I say she could be my daughter. Okay, so I followed her on TikTok and um, Hartley. Can you tell everybody who I met on Saturday morning? Did I meet Grace Kelly? Did I tell you about it? Was yes. that Brian's yes. daughter? That is his daughter, Grace Kelly. Um, For a second, I didn't know what you were talking about. Yep. Yeah, I came home talking about it. 
it was obviously made a larger impact on me than it did on Hartley. But anyhow, so I met Grace at um, New York Bagel, and she was absolutely a delight. I consider it a celebrity encounter. And, you know, celebrity encounters are either everything you wanted them to be or oftentimes... A little bit of a letdown. They are a little bit of a letdown. She was everything I wanted her to be and more. I, I've got a story about that exact situation, but keep going. Okay, so I, she was wonderful, and we sat down and chatted together for a good amount of time. Okay, I'll wrap it up. CT needs to um, oh, wrap no, things La- up. No, Lainey's, <laughs> Lainey does have to leave. Okay. Um, but anyway, she was wonderful. I, I just wanted to give her a shout out. I hope she's a future Louisiana Lady oh, podcast love guest. It. Make it happen. Um, so anyway, she was just such a delight to speak with and... I don't know, just just got to say, super impressed with her. Coach Kelly, not only have you done a great job of integrating yourself into Baton Rouge and That's leading tough. our Tigers to victory, but you have done an incredible job of raising a beautiful daughter. Oh, yeah. Look at that cake <laughs> coming in clutch with the ending. Nailed yes. it. Always. Nice. Yes. Okay, wow. so we are going to wrap up because I feel like we could talk forever. Um, so, Patty G. Go ahead and um, all your stuff. I feel like you're pretty easy to find. Your podcast is pretty easy to yeah. find. Yeah, you just Google the Patty G Show or you just Google Patrick Grimion, it's going to come up. Yeah, and you have a website? I have a, I have a website, thepattygshow.com. Um, I have Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, Twitter, TikTok, Twitch, YouTube. Everything is at the Patty G Show. All the handles are the same. It takes a lot to get that. Um, but yes, yeah, all the handles so are cool. at the Patty G Show. That's Twitter, impressive. TikTok, LinkedIn, Pinterest, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, you name it. It's all out there. All the things. Yeah, so um, go, go check that's it out. impressive. Yeah. Yeah, and we're on all the podcasting platforms. We're on Apple Podcasts, we're on Google Podcasts, Spotify. You can watch us. You can actually watch the podcast on Spotify. Oh, nice. We have the video element, we've been approved. We're on there, and all of our episodes that we have video are have been re-uploaded, so you can watch us. You can also, fun fact, you can also say, Alexa, play the Patty G Show, <gasps> and she will play our most recent episode. Whoa. That's this a, week is Daryl Cohen. That is it. And I saw that. Yeah. It's really cool. So check out his podcast. Don't forget that Patty G is a CPA. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if you need CPA work. Casually. Dyer, and Brian. So technically, we're probably competitors, but not really because there's enough business to go around. There's and, plenty of business. And, and why be competitors when it's just so much gr- It's just greater to be friendly. Absolutely. And, Look, friendly competition, right? Yeah. 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 No, and and then this is a community. Yeah. Well, and Patty G's it's, contributions to Louisiana ladies clearly yeah. indicate that he's community minded this crisp sound i mean courtesy of i have a hard time Patty listening Patty to other episodes. look i don't have headphones in my studio just throwing Ooh. that out there this is like the first episode i've had with headphones, headphones? Yeah. wow well that's because you're in a studio we have to have headphones yeah anyway we're gonna wrap up <laughs> I was gonna say, and look gentlemen if you're in need of holiday attire patty g where can they go oh mcclavy's limited right on the corner right at jefferson and corporate right next to calvin's bow college market look send your wife in for grocery shopping and you get the and you get your clothes or look mix it up ladies you go okay. shop for your man and, and you gentlemen men, gentlemen you go I in the grocery that. store and shop you it up or chicken salad look, you all go into mcclavy's and if you tell him you know Patty G, Frank's going to bring you out a nice ice-cold refreshment, and he's going to mm-hmm. chat with you forever. I love that. So Personal Frank and us. Ashley are going to take care of you every step of the way. 
like they've taken care of me. That's Ooh. awesome. That's and awesome. Louisiana ladies and Louisiana lads, if you are planning some kind of holiday dinner or get together, don't forget that Eliza's can do private events. Yep. It's a buyout. And if you have a girl's dinner, a guy's dinner, a couple's dinner, whatever you've got going on in the holiday season, Eliza's is the place to be. The yeah. food is delicious. And they have the a special ambience. menu too that you can choose from. Exactly. So and the, the wine is incredible. And the oh, wine is incredible. We know because we've tried because <laughs> it's been two types yeah it has been <laughs> so we hope everyone has a great thanksgiving yes we and will not be recording this week no so and so uh spending time with hopefully and you'll family. listen to this over the holidays and you get some rest i love thanksgiving and yes. appreciate everyone being here and thank you patty thank g you, patty. Thanks, patty thank you g. louisiana ladies this was fun i enjoyed this <laughs> yes, all right everyone. guys have a good week Bye.